Hi, I'm Colleen Brennan. And I'm Janice Rodriguez. And this is Defending Indiana. We're discussing college sports and the legend of Bobby Knight with Chicago Tribune sports editor and Indiana native, Chris Lusheen. I kind of geek out over college sports. Why? Were you a college athlete? No, not at all. <laughs> I think we made it really clear that wait, I... Wait, first you wanted to be a nun, and then... An architect. In college, you just discovered beer like me? <laughs> no, I just sadly discovered, I discovered beer a long time, long time before that. Okay. <laughs> God, the stuff we would drink. Why? That's a whole Why? other episode. That's yeah. Why? Think about what we used to drink in college. Wait a minute. I this is what I'm saying. So all my what athletic was... pursuits went to hell. I gained what? the freshman 50, not 15. I was like, this pizza has this a pizza just made of cheese? Cheese sticks, and then I dip it in ranch sauce and drink a six pack. Like this is nutrition. Beer goes so well with ranch dressing and <laughs> cheese by the gallon. Cheese, <laughs> like you remember your like nineteen year old palate. It's like so gross. <laughs> you thought Bush Light was good. Like if oh, you could afford Bush Light, you were like, man, you I'm living it up, living high. Oh my god, just re- just re- if we could like if somehow we could score a case of Miller Light. We were like, oh no, wow. what, what? That's like the don't That's highfalutin <laughs> of college beer. <laughs> Dude, one time, yeah, somebody showed up with some cores. I was like, what? <laughs> Whose parents Who's brought this? the cores? Yeah. Ricky Winbiting, the rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I, I loved, um, I think I love the idea of it. I don't, I didn't know and, and still don't a lot about, that's not entirely true. I do know. When I was younger, I used to really pay attention to college football. I mean, really pay attention to it. And um, my family, we were rabid Notre Dame fans. Still, most of my family is. I'm kind of, Notre Dame's kind of lost its luster. That was so controversial what I just said. Luster. Oof. Ooh, for me, it's kind of lost its luster. There's going to be a lot of comments and texts when this episode comes out. You know, I hope so, because that means people are listening, Janine. Right, exactly. Um, Where are you at, Colleen Brennan's family? (laughs) Have you not heard any of our other previous podcasts? They haven't. And they're not listening to this one either, so it really doesn't matter. (laughs) We're supposed to name drop just right in the middle and, like, give me, like, we should start giving prizes. Like, tell me the minute that you, that this special, you know, like a radio, they would, like, (gasps) drop it in the middle. We should do that. We should absolutely do that. We should bribe people to listen to our podcast. Bribe. I'm so not above bribery. I'm not either. Um, no. no. But yeah, so to you, but so you, you're right. You're a big Notre Dame fan. Like, yeah, right? big okay. Notre Dame fan. Just, I mean, like fall meant Notre Dame football. I mean, that right. was what we did. And it was like generations in my family, right? So um, so I always watched college football. I even, you know, I watched teams that weren't Notre Dame, blah, blah, blah. But we, we loved we loved it. And then for basketball, I mean, we've talked about this before in our Angelo Pizzo episodes. Um, uh, I was always interested in basketball, but I wasn't, I, I don't know. I always feel, I think of like a sports fan as somebody who knows statistics and I know nothing about any of that stuff. Like, I don't, I don't care about how many games somebody won in 1927 and what that means for today. And like, like, I don't no. know any of that stuff. No. But I did, you know, but it, you know, I used to love it. And then, you know, as I got older, I had kids and I paid less attention to it, but damn, I had fun in college. Yeah. No, I mean, what about being you? a fan? 
to me is like again drinking the bush light and um <laughs> cheering ridiculously and knowing a bare minimum i mean i know yeah. i i mean i do know football and basketball and baseball yeah i actually i like to know the rules of stuff um yeah. so that's good but uh yeah the the stats and the people who are like well you know this year and you know i'm not into all that um i do like the personalities i do like kind of like focusing on like a player and being like yeah you know just having someone to kind of cheer for and root yeah. for more than the, not the more than the team but kind of you know what i mean yeah. um but uh yeah i don't know it's uh I got caught up in the Notre Dame thing. I went to Catholic K through eight and then public high school, but I was like, I'm going to go to Notre Dame. Yeah. And they did not want me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they don't want a lot of people from Indiana. Just, just PS. <laughs> uh, well, no, there was a whole thing. Cause I, there was like this whole thing where I kind of recruited strong, but I think they were like, we need more diversity. So yeah. they would like go around to the high schools. I like, went there for the weekend. It was like a whole thing. They were like talking to me and went back to school and did all this stuff. And then, um, then I got on the wait list and I was like, yeah, wait till when? Like they didn't explain to you. I was like, I have to like figure out where I'm going. Yeah. And so that's how I ended up at, nobody can see this unless you're, unless we're going to put this online. I'm not wearing my Indiana shirt. I ended up, yeah. That's how I ended up at Indiana. Indiana was not my first choice. Sorry, Hoosiers. Um, I really did want to go under name. I thought yeah. it was like probably a better fit at the time. I was very like studious. Um, God, gorgeous campus. Yeah. Um, but I really was struggling with the Catholicism at the time already yeah. at that age. So I was like, oh, it's real Catholic. It's real Catholic. Yeah. Like everywhere yeah. you go, I'm like, ah, there's Mary. There's ah, Jesus, you know? Yeah. And so um, it was a bit, it was a bit much, but I was willing to overlook it for Notre Dame. And I will tell you that most of that is probably because being exposed to it on TV from watching football games. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like there's a show on TV that shows you college life. And like, it was, <laughs> name. It was from... Like I remember Lou Holtz and the thing right. and the blue and the gold and right. then Rudy, you know, like we talked about right. in the um, Angela Pizzo episode. So yeah, there is like a mythos, I think definitely around Notre Dame. Yeah. And, and especially I think if you grow up in the area, even, even like the, the, first of all, the whole state of Indiana and then the greater Chicago area too. I think it just, it's sort of his like fingers out into different states and whatnot. And yeah. So, um, but, but I, but I will say this. So Number one, fabulous shirt. Love it, Janice. I just want to tell everybody that it's <laughs> so, so tight. So tight. It's fabulous. Does <laughs> Indiana in cursive right across the chest. Yeah. Fan. Can I tell you something? This is so embarrassing. And I'm going to lose my Hoosier card. It took me like a year to realize that this fork, sorry, yeah, yeah. was the I and the U. Swear yeah. to oh God. My God. Oh. It's okay. I'm living in my truth. Oh. I remember finally I was like, Oh, and I like didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't know that. I was like, "What's the fork for?" <sighs> did you say you, that? Not my first choice. Not my did first. they? Did they shame you? Did they shame you? No, no, I didn't tell anybody. I'm telling everybody now. At 42 oh, okay. years old, I'm living in my. Church. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if anybody see this, I'm going to tell. If anybody listen to this, I'll be like, if they don't make fun of me for that, then that means they didn't listen to the episode. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up in Indiana, but um. Great school. And I, it wasn't, it's, I mean, it ended up being actually the better, much better fit for me and uh, much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Go state schools. Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah. And I remember at the time, it was just so much stuff was going on there with like, um, I remember like, I think that was the year, like it beat Juilliard for fine arts. And mm -hmm. there was just mm -hmm. all these programs that like really coming up, they had all these huge 
you know, professor emeritus and just visiting professors and programs. So I was there from 96 to 2000. And um, as we're going to talk about, that was the time of night and uh, good old Bobby, Bobby K and uh, his decline and departure. So I was there during all that time. Uh, There is, there is so much that we need to unpack today, but yeah, (laughs) before we do that, well, they call him Bobby K. Like it's a rap name. Yeah, and he would have. <laughs> by the way, he would have assaulted you for yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I mean, feel the was... chair in the back of my head right now. <laughs> I mean, that would. Have... I think that's ultimately why he was asked to leave. But <laughs> I um, or just a, a gentle neck grab. That's a, <laughs> just right. So, yeah, grab you by the. Sorry. It was. Was it? Was it a neck grab or was it a? Was it a larynx grab? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? That was wrong. What? Uh, um. Yes. <laughs> no, but 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 college basketball. So before before we came on today, I was looking doing the Google thing and um I was looking up like most intense college fans, most mm-hmm. uh most loyal college fans, most knowledgeable college, you know, sports fans. And consistently in all of the rankings, uh Indiana showed up usually three of the universities in Indiana showed up in the top 10 of these lists. And it was Notre Dame, IU, and Mm -hmm. Purdue. And for Purdue and IU, they were consistently in like the top 10 of like most intense college basketball fans. And for Notre Dame, it was most intense football fans. And usually Notre Dame was like one or two, right? But I mean, like in contention with Ohio State and uh, Michigan, um, and then for basketball, you know, you had your Duke, your Kansas, your uh, North Carolina, yeah. and then IU. And then rounding out the top 10 was typically Purdue. Okay? okay. So one state in the middle of the country and in in the middle in terms of like demographics, in terms of population size, mm-hmm. right? We seem to have more intense college sports fans than most other states. Yeah. According to my very loose data. <laughs> I, I would agree. Obviously I'm biased because I've, I've uh, lived here and then went to school here just as you did. And um, yeah, to, to, almost to a fault though. Right. <laughs> like a yeah. little bit of like a little bit of the like over elevation of, of sports over other things. Yeah. Um, so I have, I have mixed feelings about it, but yeah. um I mean, they, they love sports. They, they, the, we, we love, we love a, we love a sport. We love a competition. It's um, diehard fans. Like, is it because there's will, nothing else to do in the state, <laughs> but eat corn and popcorn Again, and watch sports? I thought, I thought we got past this. There were so many things to do. I, Didn't we have a whole episode about things to do? We talked about architecture. We talk about beautiful that? places to visit. Maybe, um, romance. Maybe we, to, maybe we need to do a better job reaching out. Yeah. To yeah. Cause you we just went right back. No, I just. I mean, obviously, basketball's from you know Massachusetts, but we talked about that, like the yeah, whole yeah. history of basketball, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, if you think about like agricultural, you know, part of the state, which was at the time so much more, right? That there yeah. was that you would get together well, for the football game, get together for the basketball game. It was like something where the whole community would go to. Here's a wacky theory that I'm cooking up right okay. now as we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Sorry, we're about to offend everyone. No, no, no. This is okay. This is okay. This is not... (laughs) There's no offense here. I'm wondering if... So, so 
you know, I'm thinking about what we talked about with, with Ashley C. Ford about possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe the big dream for a lot of people in this state wasn't necessarily like the arts dreams, you know, the actor, the singer, the writer, the photographer, the artist. Maybe it was the sp- Maybe it was the sports dream. I mean, maybe maybe that seemed more attainable. Maybe it seemed attainable because we had so many small towns in which, you know, like a high school student who did really well in sports was like really well respected and 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 known in the community. I mean, maybe that to us was more attainable um, as a dream. That is so smart. Sorry. Love everything you're saying. Not offensive oh. at all. And smart. Thank you. I cooked it up right now, Janice. No, because that kind of goes back to... Um, um, you know, we talked about being in the newspaper, remember? And like how that was a big deal. I would say that too. Cause again, that reverence, if you will, that like elevated status of being, I mean, again, even in high school, like I remember high school sports guys, like if we would be out at the diner or something, somebody would be like, Hey, good game on Friday. He's like, I don't know that dude. But it was like, they knew about you because you would be in the paper or they, there would be people just come to the game who have no kids in the school or anything. Exactly. So that starts kind of early. I would, yeah, I, I love your theory. I totally agree with that. And I feel like, again, with the whole Mr. Basketball thing, and then if you stay in state, like there is just, there's just, yeah, you are, you are given a status like forever. Yeah. You were like, you were on the 80, you know, 82 IU team. Uh, Like you were on the, 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 you know, you played for Lou Holtz. Like, right. This is a guy who's still opening car dealerships. Right. With that credential. Right. Because he paid for three seasons for Lou Holtz. Am I right? I mean, like, you know. not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. (laughs) You hope he's getting a good appearance fee. Like, you know. (laughs) Hope he no, there's day. people who still love this guy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like and 75 now, but he's still signing autographs and footballs and taking photos. And right. Um, yeah. Cause we love our sports and we sports people sports. are our heroes. So I think when they fall, we're like, Ugh. and I think we maybe give them a lot more leeway. <laughs> I think we so, give them a ton of leeway. Yeah. Uh, not, you fairly. know, <laughs> which, which is really interesting. So, I mean, there've been a lot of colorful, figures in Indiana college sports throughout the mm-hmm. years. Right. I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking specific, I mean, you start with your Newt Rackneys. Man, you went, old, you went old I, school. Right. Well, because I'm trying to, t- I'm, did you need to <laughs> trying to develop a timeline? <laughs> Before my parents were even born. <laughs> my grandfather was, um, my grandfather was it I'm my great grand it. it was it was either my grandfather or my great grandfather somebody was a was like a a manager for uh Newt Rockney wow 1918 to 1930 he was at Notre Dame then it would have been my coach. grand i think it would i think it was my grandfather way before my parents yeah okay yeah, one of them anyway um but uh so Newt Rockney big you know the whole legend blah 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 not going to go into it then <laughs> I, I feel like that. you know it. I feel like you know all the folklore. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. Um, and then, uh, you know, you had your Frank Leahy's at Notre Dame. I'm sure there were a ton of other people. I know yeah. Gene Cady at Purdue for basketball, Digger Phelps at Notre Dame for basketball. By the way, I did do some interesting research on Digger Phelps because I was trying to understand, like, what the how Who gets named Digger Phelps? His dad was a mortician. That's why he was named Digger. I'm here for it. Yeah. I prefer, is his full name Grave Digger? <laughs> but I'm bummed. I'll be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, take your waiters and waitresses. Yeah. So I I'm not familiar was... with Digger, but I'm here for it. And I'm going to look him <laughs> Wait, can I super quick? This is what happens yeah. when we talk and I look into Google. Yeah. The new Rockney quotes. This is one of his. So just to like, 
you know, yeah. tie it all together. Yeah. Show me a good and gracious loser and I'll show you a failure. <laughs> oh, hardcore. Old timey coaching. Hard, hardcore. The next one is kill your opponent and splatter their blood across. No, I'm joking. I made that up. Um, but <laughs> it sounded pretty good. <laughs> Disembowel them and hold their intestines at the 50 yard line. Put it on a spear and <laughs> hang it in the middle of campus. Yeah. And that's how you know you're a winner. <laughs> Sorry, I totally cut you off. I just wanted to make sure we got that in there. Wow, not that But that's part of the culture, right? There's like this whole, like, again, this whole mythos around this guy, this whole, yeah. you know. Yeah. So Digger, and then there's, so you just went down the rabbit hole. So I don't know who's after that. There's like, yeah, I don't what know. year so are we in now? Are we in 1970? What are we doing? We, we talked about like Gene Katie at Purdue. And obviously, like, oh, I he think. He has a good probably, hair, right? Is what? He the coach? He's the basketball coach? Gene Katie? Yeah. Yeah. He had yeah. the awesome hair. He had like the comb, comb over. Comb over. Yeah. He had like a Trump Total comb, comb over. over. But like, very... it started from his neck. That was what was crazy. Like, I was, was like, dude, where's the hair coming back? from? Right. <laughs> it's like, let it go, dude. I remember watching him as a kid because that's when Glenn Robinson, I think, played. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that was when, when I was at Purdue for grad school, uh, Glenn Robinson was playing for Okay. Purdue. Yeah. Um, Look at me. This is, is he the one with the comb over? Is that like the most girl thing I've ever said? Vicious. I don't remember his coaching at all, but I remember his hair. He had the craziest hair. Oh my God. It like started at the nape of his neck. (laughs) I think I always looked at it and I was like, dude, if my dad goes down that route, like I'll be the one to take him aside. Like we're not doing this. Like, Like somebody has to step in. It was an unfortunate look that persisted for too long. I yeah, think now men have embraced the baldness and the yeah. shaved head. And I think that that's, um, I think that was a good choice. It was. But some yeah. people have really bad heads. True. And then, but it's okay. We'll, we'll We're, that's, a whole other. that's a whole other episode. <laughs> Bald men of Indiana, episode 10, <laughs> season two. Stay tuned. Um so sports, yes. Sports. Okay, back, 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 back. Um, and then of course, you know, Bobby Knight. Yeah. One of the most iconic basketball coaches. Well, I mean, he was there for like 30 yeah, years. Yeah, he was there a long time. He is iconic. Yes, iconic is, is a word. 100%. Um, people mention that name and people still know who he is, right? 100%. I mean, even though he was let go from the university 21 years ago. People still know exactly who the guy is. Yeah. Um, so there are so many interesting things uh, about this man that I have learned and discovered over the past 48 hours. <laughs> this is when we go on our deep dives, guys. We uh, <laughs> Rabbit holes. We go in the rabbit hole and one thing leads to another. And now I'm listening to some random guy rants in his basement. I'm like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> but... It popped up as the next video on YouTube. And so I was there. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because, again, I have to admit my my bias because I, w- I went there and kind of got swept up in the, you know, it's a big deal, like, to go to the game and everybody walks over to Memorial Stadium. And it's just, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so when these incidents started happening, I remember at the time, feeling like I could not have like an opposite opinion. It was very much like swept up in the, in the man that they're trying to get him type of thing. Okay. And so I love to have the distance of time. <laughs> right. And, 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 uh, 
you know, not being, you know, hey, trying to be part of a group, which of course in college, you know, you're influenced by your friends and stuff. Because now I'm like, whoa, I see this in a totally different light. And I think a lot of people do now too. Um, yeah. And uh, it'd be inter- interesting to kind of go down that. But as much as I would say people look at it and I think are a little bit more objective, there's still a lot of like defending of it. And it was yeah. strange. So I, I think that's when I ended up down a couple rabbit holes where it was like, I'm not saying this, but I'm not saying this. And I was like, oh, you're still not going to like take a definitive stance on like, yeah, some of the, some of the stuff was, can, can we, we can't say some of the stuff was like, not cool. Like we, we still can't say that. Like, yeah. And I don't even, you know, I, at the time, so let me back up a little bit. The reason why we chose Bobby Knight to talk about today in this episode and, and have our, our guests come and speak about him and, and the experience of Bobby Knight in Indiana and what that looked like at the time and um, is because of, of all of these big sports coaches in college sports, mm-hmm. I think this one, unfortunately, might be most associated with Indiana and college sports. I mean, even more, I think, I think it's, it's harder to build a reputation a good reputation and maintain it. And it's very easy within the flash of an eye to lose that reputation. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's one of those guys who built up this great big reputation for being this amazing basketball coach and winning, winning, winning in 30 years and blah, 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 blah. And, and he fell hard, but um, so we chose him as, as who to focus on today to kind of talk a little bit about it. Because like I said, I didn't know much about this at the time that all of the the bad stuff was going down. I was pregnant with my first kid. I was doing Second City stuff. I was not paying attention to what? anything. What? You're obsessed with this? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to anything. So um, so I really didn't know a lot about it. But I know that like people around me it, still to this day talk about him and and that and so it was it was time for me to learn something Janice well I'm glad I'm 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 here to give some context because like I said earlier I was um I was there I was there (laughs) so I'm seeing the end so I see the end and I know it's like people are like well you're forgetting you know the beginning and everything and I'm like same thing I was a child when they I mean a small child when they won the national championship and I know that they had gone back and um and just that whole, that whole legacy. And I remember even as a kid thinking, I'm like, that's an angry dude. Like, But I also then remember people saying, that's, that's a tough guy. That's how you coach. That's how you, that's how you lead young men and blah, blah, blah. Like, I remember like these narratives, yeah. even as a kid, it was very much um, forgiven. And it was kind of like, and I think that's kind of where, when I went down that rabbit hole, especially men, I would say, and I even talking to my husband would tell you this, like that. I'm not excusing it. I'm just speaking factually just on some anecdotes I know from people that I care about and trust. Um, That was just like the way coaches were like back in the day. It was like water for winners. Like, I I don't know how many people went into kidney failure. Like, (laughs) like, I'm not joking. Like kids were like dead on the field. Like pick them up, get the stretcher, bring the next one in, move up somebody from JV. Like, (laughs) Like that was the style and that was like yeah. the management style, right? Very much yeah. that Lee Iacocca, like, um, you know, Wall Street. You know, if you look at that, that was like the 80s coming off the set. And it was just like that post-war, I mean, I don't want to get all historical, but kind of like that tough American, duh, but duh, you know, we survived the Cold War. And like, 
those guys grew up in that. Yeah. And, and today, oh my God, first thing they'd be like, oh, you're, you're gone. Like this, I know we're going to get into it, but it's like, when you look at this timeline of things that happened, it's like, come on. Like, I think that's, maybe that's what people are mad. People are like, why now? That that's the thing that I keep hearing. Why did it happen at the time it happened? So why now I'm, I'm talking about 99, 2000. But it's never too late to do the right thing, in my opinion. Our guest today is going to help us understand the timeline and and what happened and and get a little more perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can talk more about that in a few minutes. But but what I did leading into this, because I, like I said, I didn't know much about it. Yeah. Um, I was really interested in knowing where people stood today, like what people's opinions were today. So mm-hmm. I did, once again, I went to Facebook and did my unscientific uh, exploration <laughs> of opinions. Hey, we're on the pulse of America. That's right. Let's do it. Um, surprising. I was surprised. I thought a lot of people would reply to this. Um, not many did. That could just be due to my lack of popularity <laughs> on Facebook. But- where is your family when we need them? <laughs> um, you know, I really, I wish I would have shared it. It's my bad. Um, because no, I wanted okay. to see what, uh, what, what all my friends who are IU grads with me, how they feel about it now. Right. And but it, well, it was so interesting because some some people who replied and and I, I I know all these people and they're they're great people and they all gave really thoughtful. You can tell when they were writing their responses that it was difficult because they had respect for um, the work, but were upset with the methods. And that was the majority of the long explanations that I got. Like like mm-hmm. absolutely abhorrent uh behavior, but at the same time, how do you acknowledge that he did great things for elevating basketball in the state? I mean, that's those were the types of responses that I got. And and what mm-hmm. was really interesting too was and I and I wonder if this was for people who were sort of outside of of basketball and sports at IU, but I heard things like Somebody worked at a gas station at IU um, as a student. And um, when Coach Knight came in, he'd slip him tickets to the game. Right. Or um, he donated many, many, many books to the library and covered hospital bills for a number of players and their and their families. So like. Yeah. Very charitable. Again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing stories like this, which I'd never heard of. I mean, I just thought the guy was always kind of a jerk and that was just his persona, but like he, he somehow was also doing nice things too. It's so hard, Janice. <laughs> what? So People are multidimensional. Um, yeah. And that's again, going down that, that rabbit hole. I'm, oh man, I'm going to mess up. He's um used to be on ESPN, but he's on another station but he was a good friend of his and so when they had all this on when that when the 30 for 30 came out yeah and they'd interviewed him um the the director of the movie and i guess he had angela pizzo on i wasn't able to watch it but oh i just got started hearing all these connections yeah um and then there's some of these things like i'm looking at this timeline that i just from those interviews like there's a lot of questions about like the voting of neil reed off the team there's like certain things where like even these assistant coaches are coming out and being like, no, that never happened. They never had a vote. Like a team would never, like he would never allow it. He made the decision. So there's just like little things like that where you start like now people are like, yeah, that was kind of BS. Yeah, I was there. And so people lied or withheld information. Right. Yeah. Um, But my point to that, sorry, was that this guy, um, tip of my tongue, very famous uh, sports journalist was like, that's the thing. Going back to what you said, like if he liked you and respected you, 
shirt off your back, shirt off his back. Yeah. Like one of the most giving people um, would just pop up and do like kids camps, um, donate tons of money, go to a fundraiser just to make an appearance and then, you know, leave, but they would pay 10 grand to see him and the money would go to charity. But if he didn't, then he was, if he did not love you, did not respect you, did not like you, then it was like the wrath. And it was very, to the point of almost being just like petty. Yeah. (laughs) And the things that, and I think that's where the power imbalance is because people can see that, students see that. um, And then they're like, oh, this guy can really, he can just make a phone call and like mess my world up. So our special guest today is an Indiana University graduate from 2000 uh, with 21 years in sports journalism, including both Northwest Indiana newspapers, the Post Tribune and the Times of Northwest Indiana. And he's currently with the Chicago Tribune. Please welcome Chris Lusheen. Woo! Hey, guys. <laughs> and in total fairness, uh, old friend of mine. <laughs> right. 90, 96 Gavitt High School grad. That's Go right. team. Uh, so. R.I.P. Gavitt High. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, yeah. Poor little life. Sky point for... We'll see you again. Um, so, no, it was great because what happened was we um, ran into each other at the closing of, of our high school because they were doing this whole merge and thing. Um, and then right after that, I was like, wait, I remember you were like, you're in journalism. We were at IU at the same time. And then when we were in a production meeting, I was like, Chris, it'd be great to talk to you. So thank you for for oh, being sure. here because you were a reporter at IDS, right? With Indiana Daily Student I was, at the yeah. time? Okay. Yeah, I was. Um, of course, uh, yeah. Um, I didn't end up uh, covering basketball, which would have been really cool. I kind of started late, but I covered football for the IDS and uh, a bunch of other sports. So, yeah. But you were in the room. You were in the in the newsroom when all this was going on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because sure. I remember, um, well, actually going down uh, these these rabbit holes where, um, I believe it was you know you guys came together as editorial um, and said that you guys were requesting like a third party investigation into all of the Bobby Knight incidents because at the time I think they had done the trustee thing, but it still seemed. Like I rewatched it. It was like a ESPN thing um, right. report. It did seem very biased. Like it seemed like those guys were his friends. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was well, like, you just appointed I mean, his friends to investigate him. Like this is not like a fair thing. Right. Let's see. Let's understand, Chris, maybe you can give us some context. What can you give us an idea of like what, what actually happened? Like what, when did this start? What happened? Um, and maybe a, a, a little bit of a perspective on, the events that ended up the way they did. Well, I think that it was started with, I think it was like 97. Okay. I think it was, there was a incident with Neil Reed, who was a player um, in a practice where he uh, night, you know, allegedly uh, choked him during a practice or grabbed him by the neck or something like that. And so it was investigated like, like Jenny said, but um, I think it was pretty much kind of, um, over but then the video there's a video kind of a grainy video of it that that popped up and so then uh it kind of you know gained more traction and i was i was just reading something too recently uh kind of refreshing and and it seemed that um the uh the trustees i think after that were were pretty much ready to go ahead and fire night and um um 
Miles Brand didn't, but then they had this, this, uh, Miles Brand was the president of IU at the time and he decided not to, but they instituted this zero tolerance policy for him. So any, like the next thing that happened, you know, you know, he would be fired and regardless uh, of what it was. Right. Yeah. And then, so then that's where it ended up where, and I think that this actually happened, like then that all happened while we were there, but then we were graduated. And then in September of 2000, um, is when a, a kid, you know, I guess saw night saw night in a in assembly hall and just kind of like hey night you know and so night was you know supposedly upset about that he didn't show him respect he didn't call him Mr. Knight coach night and so he supposedly grabbed him you know by the arm and kind of like you know cursed him out and stuff which there's obviously there's you know different sides like people that were there say you know he didn't and you know and uh, he just kind of like you know t- you know talked to him and um you know, the kid though said he kind of grabbed him, and his dad, I guess, was like a sports talk host. So yeah, very probably, anti anti yeah, Knight. I was yeah. about to say anti Trump. Jeez, wrong person. <laughs> well, yeah. Even though Knight really loves Trump, yes, went down that rabbit hole <laughs> right. yesterday. But yeah, so that's what it was. So, so people were trying to discredit it because right, it just so happened to be his. And they, they kind of th- there were some rumors so, that it was like a setup, but I think the kid works yeah. there. It was like I a think, whole thing. Remember? I think what happened was too that it was like it was basically kind of like they had the police like the the IU police like investigate it and it was kind of like basically going to be like oh well it's it was really a nothing but then it just kind of i think gained traction in the media and everything and then i think it yeah. just kind of got to the point where and then there was this whole thing where it was like Miles Brand was like saying, you know, not, you know, we have to like meet about this and everything. And Bob Knight was going on a fishing trip and he was like, well, you probably need to stay in Bloomington. And Bob Knight was kind of like, well, no, I'll just <laughs> kind of do what I want. I'm going to go, you know, whatever. Trout season, what do you want me to do? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, I think that was part of it too. Kind of like the insubordination by night to not, you know, adhere right. to whatever these things were, but. So it kind of, I think it kind of like started as kind of like a nothing. And then by the end of the weekend, it was mm-hmm. like, I think it, I think the thing happened on like Friday or Thursday or Friday. And there was a football game on Saturday. Right. So we're talking September of 2000. Right. September yeah. of 2000. And then by Sunday, I think it was like the next day he was fired. I read what? something where it was like on Sunday and it was like the Colts home opener and uh, the media's in there you know, covering the game and then word gets out, like they're having a press conference at IUPUI and they're firing night. And like all the media members like left, like, I don't know about all of them, but like, <laughs> yeah, like in mass, they just like, left, like, all right, over like, sorry Colts, but you know, you've got, <laughs> it was crazy when Knight got fired at the time. Cause like I was working in uh, Hickory, North Carolina at the small paper. And I like the week later I went to, at that time I was doing a little bit of writing too. And I went to cover, uh, um, the uh, Carolina Panthers. I was living in Hickory, North Carolina, which covered the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons NFL game. Mm-hmm. And there was a a punter for the Falcons who went to IU. Yeah. So like, that was what I did. I went and I talked to this guy about Bob Knight and I wrote a column about Bob Knight getting fired in Hickory, North Carolina. It, it was, was crazy, hit, right? That's, I love <laughs> it. So like like my editor was like because I was like oh I don't know what to write because I wasn't writing like the game story coverage I was kind of writing like a side thing and he was like oh you know he me- he mentioned that so I was like oh yeah I'll do that so that was you know even down there people were interested. This you know is I think what's interesting state. is like we kind of focused like you started in ninety seven right like so we're just kind of focusing on that period of time but if you right. really look back right like. 
dude was, did there some was things like yeah. from the eighties on, right? There, were, like, there, was, a, there <laughs> was a lot of stuff. Weren't yeah. there rumors that like didn't that like maybe he abused a couple of players from that eighty seven team? Um, I think so yeah, and I know there was something with like he kicked a player, but no, he kicked the chair that the player was sitting in like yeah. during a timeout, like the accidental headbutt. It was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. There was always kind of like stuff, you know, with him. Mm-hmm. Like it was never, you know, I mean, he was a great coach, of course, but there was always like, I was always a little conflicted about it. I was like, Hey, he won, you know, championships and it was great and everything. And he made the program what it was, but then it was like, Oh, not too crazy about the methods all the time, you know, but I mean, in Indiana, that's, you know, as long as you're winning, but that's the thing, like toward the end, yeah, he was like having like, that's the other part of it, like on the court, not that that's as important, but it is to some of these people, you know, and it was like, they were like losing in the first round of the tournament, like four right. out of his last six years. So it was kind of like, yeah, we didn't have a good team those years we were there. Right. Like they were good enough to be kind of like ranked and kind of hanging around. And then they get into the first or second round of the tournament and, and get bounced, which yeah. And that was not, right. Yeah. So now you're under scrutiny. So this is what this goes back to some Colleen and I were yeah. talking about. It's like, you're talking about this timeline. And then like, I think people saying, well, why now? Like wh- why? Yeah. And I'm like, I think that's part of it. I think you're it's, losing. Yeah. It's <laughs> I think easier. maybe they're like, there's rumblings of like, Hey, we need to make a change. His tactics aren't working anymore. And then you have yeah. all these players leave. That's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Like if this becomes on the media's radar, because you have like, several high profile recruits leave after their freshman year. Yeah. There was someone on the record and said, Hey, I don't want to take his abuse anymore. That was Jason Collier. So, um, right. Yeah. I agree with you. If you're winning, I think this probably keeps going, right? If he's winning the, that sixth national championship, then it's probably like, well, we can, you know, but it had been a while and it was kind of maybe time. I mean, he was there for 29 years. Yeah. So maybe it was time anyway, you know, to go. Yeah. But he wasn't going out without a fight. We'll take no, that. that's true. He wasn't going into that long night. And it's kind of uh, crazy, you know, like when when it happened, like there's like kids outside of Assembly yes, Hall, like protesting. Crying. And then he, yeah. I guess, kind of showed up and was just kind of like, all right, let's go home now, you know, or whatever. And, and I was reading that. And that's kind of shows that the power is like, all right, they're all protesting in his, you know, on his behalf. And then he shows up and he's like, all right, everybody go home. And they're like, eh, okay, everybody okay. went home. You know, kind of. <laughs> Like, like, they just these, saw the fight out of him. Okay, if you give up, like, we do these, too. Like, these police, you know, these police need to go home to their families. And as long I as you're here, they that. have to be yes. here. So, yeah. But then a couple of days later, he did kind of speak in Dunmeadow. And I think that's when yep. there's like students like hanging like Miles Brandon effigy and all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. Wow. Like, yeah, like, Who, Miles so goes on to crazy. be the NCAA president, right? I but, remember, yeah. Like, I remember he was the president when we were there. Um, but yeah, he went on to be the NCAA he did, um, yeah. out of Indianapolis, so the main president. So I think that was part of it too. I think he was that's horrible. I shouldn't say this, but you know, he's of course he's thinking about his next step. And I mean, I think he was getting a lot of a lot of heat for not doing anything about Knight, um, Coach Knight um, yeah. during that whole period. So, but I I think that was kind of Miles Brand's thing for the rest of his life, though. Like that's what he was known for. And uh, I read something where he's like going to an event. Uh, somewhere it might have been in the RC Dome. I'm not sure. It might have been in Indianapolis. I can't remember, but it was like people were like throwing things at him and stuff, you know. Wow. And this is like later, ten years later, you know, like or whatever. Yeah, I think it was a couple of years later because I think he was already the NCAA uh, mm-hmm. guy head guy at the time. So it's like people, you know, 
Indiana like I never quite understood that. That's what we're they saying. Do. They do. <laughs> I never understood that. Like I was like, like I said, like I was kind of conflicted about night when he was gone. I think I've probably at the time, if I remember correctly, felt like, yeah, it's probably time. Mm-hmm. And it's probably okay. You know, like let's move on to the next thing. I wasn't one of these guys that was like going out and buying Texas tech, you know, yeah. gear. Right. like we're, you know, it's like, I, I was, you know, an IU basketball Fan, not, uh, not like a coach. Night night yeah, fan, you weren't right. gonna like yeah. switch. I got you. So that's right. such an interesting thing that you just said. You're you're the university fan, not the coach fan, right? Right. Yeah. So can so not to defend. I'm I'm not defending anything. <laughs> she's staying delightfully neutral. Thank you. No, I'm, I don't even. I mean, I think the behavior is abhorrent. But um, I mean, just you know, and as a parent of two boys. Uh, who were very involved in sports. My my older son played high school basketball here in Chicago. Um, both of my kids were, are, you know, incredible volleyball players and played, you know, and did great and blah, blah, blah. So they've been coached their whole life and have had mostly really positive experiences. There are a few negative experiences, um, but nothing, you know, physically abusive or anything like right. that. Um, so I you know, as a parent and that, that sort of one of the interviews that I was watching during the whole Janice, I think you and I both watched the same CNN uh, sports illustrated montage that was like on YouTube, but kind of laid out the whole thing. And they were, they were talking to Neil Reed's mom Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how, you know, you trust your kids to these coaches and you, Mm -hmm. and her husband was a coach. Like, it, right. Wasn't his dad a coach down in Louisiana? I, I think, think so. the basketball right. coach. Yeah. So, um, you know, you trust the coaches with your with your children's well being. You know, you're sort of mm-hmm. handing them over for this period of time to be trained and inspired and grow. And and then when your child is hurt by that, you know, that level of trust that's just destroyed. So anyway, so that's all crummy. But I, I want to go back to the idea of being the fan of the university, not the coach, because I think so often the coach and the university are so intertwined. And, and obviously I, I get the impression that Bobby Knight was really the first high profile coach in college sports who was tumbled by his behavior. He was like, I get the sense he was one of the first ones who ever really called out for the abuse. Am I wrong in assuming that or no? I mean, I think so. Like, like, um, I think there was like the earlier, I don't know what year, but it was certainly earlier, the Woody Hayes, that the Ohio state coach that that ended with him like punching a kid on the field. But I think that that kind of stuff, like not necessarily physically abusing, but that kind of stuff I think was pretty common. I mean, Bob Knight came to IU in like the 70, like what, like 72 or three, something like that, 74, somewhere in there. And I think back then it was, you know, fairly common for certainly like verbal abuse. You could say, I mean, it's like, you know, is it just tough coaching or is it, you know, crossing a line? I think obviously the line has probably changed since yeah. then to now in, yeah. in 2000, even, you know, like, so yeah, I, I think that I don't think there's a lot. There's probably certainly not a long list of high profile coaches that, you know, ended that way like night did before yeah at the before yeah and i think too right guys remember like that's like 
the beginning of the internet, right? We're saying right, like right. the late nineties. So like, I'm even yeah. looking at these old websites. I'm like, what is this built on? Like GeoCities? <laughs> right. Like yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. there's like, there's they're using Flash, like, or what was the one before Flash? It was like real bad. I'm like, yeah, take this away. So, and and I saw a lot of things about that. So the, so things were spreading, right? And there was all these, that's yeah. what people were on, you know, AOL chat and things like that. So I think that's interesting. So I think anything maybe before that, would maybe be an article or something, but just the information didn't spread around. Like this that's, just became a media true. like hot like thing, and it was like national news. It was yeah. it was huge. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Like now, when you see things that become like viral videos, it's like, well, I wonder if stuff like that has always happened, but we just didn't know about it because right. yeah, right. So that's probably right. what the case is. And you know, like a lot of times, these guys are like kind of like emperors of the you know the the college and even the state sometimes it's like they can kind of do it you know what they want and i feel like they feel like they can just do whatever they want because they've been you know emboldened and enabled and they're you know a lot of times like the highest paid you know although right. night night wasn't maybe in that case i don't think he made nearly as much money not that that matters that much but like a lot of these guys are like the highest paid state employee in the state right. you know mm-hmm. and like the like guys like you know mike shashevsky at duke like these guys mm-hmm. are like they can kind of do what they want, you yeah. know, in a way, just because. Yeah. You know, interesting to that point, Chris, and I talked to Colleen about this offline was um, there was something in that CNN report. And again, it's from several years ago. It's actually, I think, 97, 98. Um, or maybe it was it after you got fired. So it would have been, yeah, 2000, 2001. Yeah. Um, the one uh, where they, they interviewed Neil Reed and he's like openly going on the record. But there was an interesting tidbit in there from, from a professor at IU. And he's like, you know what? I would be fired for any of these because technically, yeah. He was a school employee and he was a professor. He was in the health he department. Was. Yeah, health, sports, whatever. So I don't, I can't remember what school that was at. You know, um, my friend was in that school. But anyway, my point is, like, he brought, when he said that, I was like, oh, that's right. Like, right. I keep thinking he was like some, co- he was actually an employee of the, of, you know, of Indiana well, University and the state of Indiana. That's a public school and a public university. And I'm just, it was interesting that this guy, cause there was a, there was like a growing, you know, number of professors and school staff and school, you know, faculty that were like, kind of, I think, rumbling like, hey, this is very unfair. Um, Because there was somebody else losing tenure over something else. And they were like, wait a minute, so he doesn't lose tenure? Like, and he has like literal abuse. So it was interesting, like, go back to your point that there was an emboldening, emboldening? (laughs) There was some sort of enabling and, um, you know, it's at that point, is it like the, just the branding thing? Like I use a hot brand and you know, right. he's the, he's the figure of that brand. He's the spokesperson. Um, I mean, and I don't it brings know. in so much money. I mean, you right. know, athletics and like basketball yeah. and football, I mean, basketball and football pay for like everything else, you know, mm-hmm. in like the athletic department and whatever. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy, you know, when you're there and you think about it, like, I was thinking about this earlier, like when I was a student there, it's like you're on campus and you just go to the assembly hall and it's just this building on campus. But then on a random Tuesday night in February, it's like ESPN is there and it's on national TV and Mm -hmm. people all over the world are watching. It's like it's just this little, you know, this little corner of Indiana. And it's like that in any of these places, you know, and it's like, right. It's like so weird. So like you don't get that kind of exposure and whatever, you know, through, you know, 
academics, generally speaking, you know, right. so, I mean, that's, yeah, ESPN is not covering physics. Right, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> His professor. Yeah, the visiting professor <laughs> from like University of Taiwan. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, but that's right. This guy's got the Nobel I mean, Prize. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. ESPN uh, is not How's this three point shot? That's Chicago. all I care yeah, about. Exactly. It's, it's kind of sad, but, you know, that's just how but it's it is. Actually, I mean. It's true. And that's, I think, been the, that's been the thing the like, whole time. Yeah. Only in coaching can you just like go and just like yell at kids and just you know berate <laughs> right. them. And it's like, I mean, you know, that's just kind of what coaches do, right? I mean, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, I had that even, you know, I gave it a little to an extent, you right. know. I mean, we were talking basketball. about that, like waters for winter, like, yeah, and just like, yeah. like of course, a lot of that stuff, you know, you can't do anymore. I mean, because like it's not healthy for kids to be playing like football, like playing, you know training outside in 90 degree heat and like sorry you can't get water you know that's that thankfully that's over but i I was like are you literally bribing us for with water like yeah (laughs) like i am going into organ failure right now like no i will not run another suicide you mentioned knight being a professor i did take his class you did interesting i did when i was at school my senior year so i think it was his last one right because he would have been oh yeah because i don't know if fired the next year but it was interesting i mean it was you know it was kind of a thing like you had to be senior because you know uh, like just a side note my daughter's in college now Mm -hmm. and she can't believe the fact that like we actually had to go to a physical building and stand in a physical line to register for classes, you know, and looking in that book, trying to figure yeah, out the yeah. numbers. I told her that like, there was an actual book and you have yeah. to like, and then, you remember you signed up for the wrong one. And you're like, cancel, cancel. Oh. And then you had to do I'm that like, whole this... ad drop thing. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. This was in 2000. This was not that long ago. Like, yeah. We registered for her classes. Like we, you know, in like, we took her down to school and we were like sitting in the, like, condo we rented and she's just on her computer and it's like five minutes later she yeah i'm like but anyway yeah like (laughs) you had to be i don't know what it's like (laughs) (laughs) exactly you had to be you know a senior because everybody that class filled up so fast so i took it and it was you know it was fun i mean it was interesting he was only there a few times like it was mostly run by his one of his assistant coaches but when he showed up at class chris sorry to interrupt it was it was just coaching basketball oh yeah so I think it was kind of like an education class. I think I was able to make it work as an elective. You know, I okay, took all kinds right. of crazy electives at IU that were like, you know, like uh, um, the films of Alfred Hitchcock and, right. uh, you know, like the stuff Beatles like that. in but London. Yeah, you got, I did you not take the yeah. Beatles class, but that I, I that was I think that was probably as tough to get into as the night. It was. Class. That, was <laughs> yeah, that was the Beatles class was a big deal, too. But yeah, so it was cool. I mean, like the la- like the lecture would be in assembly hall in one of the classrooms, and like you know, when Knight showed up, though, to me it seemed like he just kind of like wanted to get something off his chest or just kind of talk <laughs> for an hour. Like he didn't really, you know, there's no like teaching cohesive of the, thought. Like, He's just like, like, I need, I need an audience, you know. So I'm just gonna, like. I think I'll show up today. So, you know, but, like your I mean, grandpa showing up like Thanksgiving <laughs> talking for two. I'm like, all right, grandpa, Bob, let's, uh, let's, let's give it a break. The, but the, the coolest part of that class was the lab was actually like, we would learn like in the classroom, like, you know, maybe drills to run in practice, stuff like that. And then we'd, like go on the court in assembly hall and run the drills and stuff. That was the lab. Wow. Like, that's like, I mean, that's cool. Like if you're, you cool. know, a kid like me growing up watching IU basketball and you're like on the court at assembly hall playing basketball, like, Oh, that's pretty cool. This is a class. Okay, cool. You know? So, but he was definitely a big intimidating presence and he was a big guy. And I remember one time he had me in the front of the class to like, demonstrate something. And he grabs me by the shoulder to kind of like position me. And I'm like, kind of like, ah, oh, man, 
like easy. <laughs> like, you know. But he doesn't touch so, people. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I don't think like that one wasn't, you know, I was a journalism student, so maybe, you know, it was intended to right, hurt, but I don't think it was intended to hurt, you know. <laughs> oh, that's, I, yeah, I mean, well, we got to start wrapping up pretty soon, but um, yeah. how do you feel like looking back then, as far as like people talk about legacy and like, or how do you feel like people's opinions have changed? I do feel like when we were there, Obviously, it was very, you know, elevated. I mean, people like, yeah, people people like walked out of class to go protest and um, all kinds of stuff. And I remember that happening in that spring, that spring of 99, when that other incident happened. And I think maybe that was all around the time maybe that video actually came out. That probably was. There's a gap in time there, right? Um, I think so. It's a whole thing. We can't, we can't, like, everyone, you know, listeners, go ahead, go online. There's a great timeline ESPN does, like. And then even there's some things I'm reading in here where I'm like, oh, now afterwards, some of these things have been like negated and questioned. But in the scope of today and like with everything that's happened with all these other coaches and these cover-ups and these and just the cultural mm-hmm. change, I mean, do you feel like people still look at him like as a kind of sports hero or is it a little bit more like nuanced? I think, I mean, I think it is nuanced, but I think they do like in – basketball i mean we especially like the older like generation like you know i mean you still got guys like dick vital that'll still you know talk him up and talk about how great he was as a coach and he was as a coach i mean you can't really deny that but i mean there was certainly you know things that you know weren't great about you know the way he just it, it always kind of struck me as as like somebody who preaches and demands like you know discipline and self-control and it didn't seem like he had a ton of it himself in certain areas. Like it's like, he couldn't like, you know, control himself sometimes or didn't want to like when it came to like, you know, going after media members, some of the stuff that he did is kind of petty and just kind of like, it's not really necessary. Like the whole thing, like when I was there, the one basketball game that I covered when I was at IU, um, I got, I went and it was like about, (laughs) all right. I don't know if you guys know about this. There or remember this, but there's this big thing with Steve Alford, who was a former player. He was then the coach at Iowa. Yep. And he took over at Iowa. And there was this big deal about at Big Ten Media Days, they didn't talk to each other, they didn't shake hands. So, like, does is Knight mad at Alford? Does Knight, uh, you know, whatever, you know? So that was like a big story, which is kind mm-hmm. of stupid, right? I mean, yeah. But it was so then when they were getting ready to play each other, then that was like the big deal. And it, it was kind of like, are they going to shake hands? And then they did, but it was kind of like a drive by, like kind of like, you know, quick shake hand and they didn't really look at each other or whatever. And then Knight was asked about it afterwards. And then he kind of goes off on this tangent about like how Alford was talking about it. And just kind of like, he, I think he actually like left the media room and came back in like two or three times. It's kind of like and another yeah, one thing. More thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and can it's find that on YouTube. Like, He's like and another thing. Yeah, like, he he wants probably to talk just, to me. He yeah, could I'm probably like, just down. let that go, right? Right. You know? yeah. like, I mean, it's just kind of stuff like that. It's like uh, like like petty. It's unnecessary. So then, like, fast forward like a couple weeks later, it's like or whatever. Like, it's like the next or one of the next home games, and this is still like a story. Which is again, right. that's so stupid. Like, why do we care if Bob Knight and Steve Alford are shaking hands or if they're mad it was at each a other? Slow news week. I don't know. Right. So I show up at the I, I show up at the like I said, this is the one game I cover at Assembly Hall and and Knight comes in to the media room after the game. It's a blowout against Michigan, like whatever. But before he does anything or says anything, goes to the podium, he goes 
And it's a filled room. Like it's a classroom and everybody's in there. There's even people around, like standing around the wall. And he goes in and he just greets and shakes the hands of literally everyone in the room before he goes up to the podium. Right. Like, just like, Hey, how are you doing? And shaking hands. And then like, in other words, like, I guess kind of like, because of the offer thing, like, is he going to shake hands or not? Including me. And I actually happened to be there like on the shot on ESPN, like shaking his hand, like, Oh, that's great. We got to so I know I couldn't find the clip. I don't know if I wanted to. My friends kind of made fun of me because it's like, you look you look like you're cowering. I'm sitting at a desk and night standing there. And I'm kind of right. like, I'm a student. <laughs> I'm not kid. like, whatever, you know, I'm like 20 Christmas years day. old, 19. Right. Yeah, so I'm kind of like cowering out. Like I said, he's a big guy. But yeah, so I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of petty, right? To just be like. Right, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Like, oh. He like, did it to be like, see, I shook hands. I shook hands. Yeah, I get, oh. yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, just like, and this is like you know, a week or so or two weeks later, it's like, just like, let stuff like that go, you know? I mean, but he just, this is what I'm saying from a character's perspective. It's like, you would be mad. Like if the, if your players did that, but it's like, I don't know. I don't felt like, I feel like in that respect, he did not lead by example. Yeah. Like he could have taken the higher road a lot of times. Like, but I um, think in, in Indiana, it's still like a lot of some of these older fans and stuff. Some of these, you know, I think they they do still like kind of revere Knight for sure. I mean, yeah. he when he showed up, when he came back to Assembly Hall okay. in February of 2020, which again, kind of petty, right? Like it's like 20 years later, like Miles Brand has been dead for like 11 years. Like all the trustees that fired him are long gone and like he still wouldn't come back. I mean, to even campus. poor Neil, he passed away in like 2012. So it's like night finally and he finally comes back and it was a big deal and everybody's really excited. And like, even, even me, like, you know, like I've said, I've, you know, been conflicted about him, but it was a little emotional to see him back there after any loss, he could go on the comments on the article section and people were like, bring back coach Knight." You know, it's like, yeah. he's like, he's like 92. Like what am I he's, he's kind of old and kind of, I mean, he looked real kind of feeble looking almost. He did. You know? That so, was what but, it was when I watched that and like saw like people were helping him and I'm like, oh, but then I'm like, nope, it's he's still what. Like, but, you know, the other thing, too, is like people say that kind of like behind the scenes, like he's super like loyal and generous with like his former players and mm-hmm. things like that. So like, it's not like, you know, just cut and dried. It's not, you know, I mean, there there's two sides to him and, you know, the bad side's pretty bad, but, you know. It's not all bad, obviously. So, and there's been like certainly worse things that have happened, like the stuff that happened at like Penn State and all that since then, you know. Yeah. I mean, so. Real yeah. bad. Wow. Well, there's, <laughs> we're like, we're, yeah. you know, it's, I, I told Colleen this, she, I don't know. Um, I started watching the the Larry King interview with him. It was like right after he got fired. So it was probably like September, October of 2000. I think right before he took the Texas Tech job, which was like very soon after, right? It was. I think he took yeah. like the year off. And was then it like a year? Oh, okay. Year. Well, was, like, because he he was fired in like September. So he probably didn't coach that, that season. That season, yeah. Because it was, was like next. about to start. So it was the but next year. But he said yeah. something about um about Paterno. And I was like, oh, don't use that reference. Like, you know, know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, was... if you only knew in 10, 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, not to make light of that, but there, this is, I think, just part of that bigger discussion where Colleen and I are like, we, we can go down this like, yeah. rabbit hole of like sports and culture and how it like leads to abuse because of like the way we treat people in positions of power. And obviously we have all these sports examples in college, like even Ohio, yeah. um, the thing with Jim Jordan, that did he know those people were getting yeah. molested? Like it's a, right. it's a whole thing we can go right. down. And I just, I, I think it was always happening and I think it was part of that culture. And if 
the firing of Knight kind of led to, I think it led to like um, a player's kind of um, something at IU where like there was like an agreement or something about like how they get treated. Like there was some, there was some good stuff that came out of it. And some of that stuff became part of the NCAA. Um, Mm -hmm. So I kind of look at it as like, some people are like, Oh, but everybody was doing it. It doesn't matter. It wasn't right. Right. And so if his firing was led to change, then great. Like I'm here for it because it was, it needed to be an end of that era. Like I don't. Yeah. And I think like, this is a little bit of, you know, sort of on topic, but like, I think it's maybe might change a little bit too now that like kids can get paid, you know, like, like there's like, it's like all the power, you know, is with the coach and with the school. I mean, like, the, the schools would make millions off of these kids and they get, I mean, everybody's like, well, they get their free education. It's like, well, yeah, that's fine. But it's like, they're not allowed to like, I mean, you know, no, you if, like own them. It's real creepy. Yeah. If yeah, I'm yeah. in, if I'm a student at, at IU studying journalism, like I can go work for newspapers if they'll have, you know, have me and like do freelance stories and stuff and get paid. Like they right. can't do anything. Like it was like, they couldn't like accept a meal from, you know, somebody, you know, it's like, uh, so, I mean, some of that might help with the change, too, now that, like, they've just started that where kids can get paid at least a little bit. You know, yeah. it's 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 kind of crazy. Um, I still do yeah. think that, like, coaches will, like, always have that kind of power, in, especially in college sports, just because, like, the kids come and go and the coaches mm-hmm. are there. You know, like, Bob Knight was there for, like, 29 years. How Like, Krzyzewski's probably been at Duke for, I don't even, I don't even know, 30 years at least. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, you know, they always have, you know, that kind of staying power you know and you know so so interesting well chris i'm gonna i hate to wrap this up because this has actually been really yeah i can talk for hours a lot of fun to- <laughs> he's like i know i went to high school with you you never shut up we know <laughs> <laughs> um but look at, uh, he's, gonna- look at he's like no comment it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna uh i'm gonna ask you uh questions i ask all of our guests so the first thing i want to ask you is what is your favorite thing about the state of indiana um, I think that, um, I think, and this might be the case in all states, but really for the most part, I've only lived in Indiana. So like one of the things I really love about Indiana is just like, kind of like the variety and the, the, I guess you could say diversity of just like the state. Like I, I grew up in Northwest Indiana and in Hammond. And when I left Hammond to go to Bloomington, I kind of found out that Hammond is not really like the rest of the state. Like it's like <laughs> what? Like, once you more, get Chris. like once you get past like you know I don't even know. Um, yeah, once you get past thirty, yeah. Like I never yeah. went anywhere though. Like I never even went right. to like Porter County when I was right. growing That's up. You know, so Lake it's County, like that was it. Yeah, I went like, to South Lake Mall was the furthest like, south we could go. Right, exactly. I was like, what, what is going on down here? It's like, but it's. I think it's great. Like, I mean, I love Indianapolis. You know, I think it's a great city. It's kind of like has like kind of like a small town big city feel and then you keep going south and and just like brown county down by bloomington like it's such a different place and i i just i I like it though i like all of it just the the variety of things that you can do i mean from the from the dunes and the beaches up and by the lake all the way down to you know going down to brown county for some you know you know fall uh, leaves and that kind of thing you know i just i just like it Oh, that's awesome. All right. If you could change one thing about Indiana, what would you change? Um, I'm not sure what I would change about Indiana. Um, just specifically with Northwest Indiana, I would change the perception with like, you know, being so close to Chicago, but you know, the people in Illinois and Chicago don't seem to realize how close it is. Right. You know, it's like, and like, look at, 
<laughs> don't worry, Chicago people. I'm not trying to claim I'm from Chicago. Like I'm from Indiana. I'm owning it. But it's like we're we're not like a million miles away. We're right, right here. You know, when people hear you're from like Northwest Indiana and Chicago, it's like, like you might what? as well be from you know the other side New of the Jersey. world. Yeah. It's like we're we're right here. It's, we're like know. closer than Schomburg. Why do you keep saying? Yeah, know, totally. right. So maybe that's what I would change that perception that we're just, yeah. you know, all, you know, out in the cornfield somewhere, you know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I, I'm with you 100% on that one. And I live in Chicago now. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was now, you know, I'm working at home, but it's like, yeah, when, you know, I was trying to always hold it down for Indiana when I was, you know, driving up to <laughs> to go to work in, at the Tribune, you know. I mean, although there are quite a few Northwest Indiana people that work there, but. Yeah, there's always that person. But it's so right? funny, right? But then you have somebody from like Waukegan, and I'm like, dude, that's like two hours know, away. Right? That is so <laughs> but that's Chicago, but I'm, I'm literally like, could like cross the street and I'm in Like Wish, seriously, okay. where my wife grew up, like uh in Whiting. Like, yeah, oh forget it. Yeah. She could watch jump it. jump on the Skyway, you're at you're at the White Sox game in like 20 minutes. 20, you know? Yeah, it's like totally. come on. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a really interesting conversation and we really enjoyed your perspective. So thanks. Uh, Check out, check out um, all the information you can find out to supplement any Bobby Knight (laughs) (laughs) questions we've left unanswered here. (laughs) Whatever we may have uh, gotten wrong or misremembered. There's 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 tons of stuff. Like if you, (laughs) If you want to spend a whole afternoon going down a rabbit hole of really bad old websites um, and firsthand accounts, I was there. To yeah. Do it. I do it. I implore it's, you. It's so interesting. Um, all right. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Defending Indiana, featuring Colleen Brennan and Janice Rodriguez, is produced by Colleen Brennan and Janice Rodriguez. Theme music and sound editing by Michael Miltenberger. Our season two intern is Kate Beck. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can subscribe to Defending Indiana wherever you find your favorite podcasts.